Modeling is not something that I was, it's something I did. Mm. It was a job I did. And then besides that, my, my desire for knowing myself, it was always there. It was just that I wasn't sharing it with people. So when I found out this next guest book was out, my team reached out to her team and I had no expectation or idea of how it was going to go. And then I found out that she'd been watching my videos too. And it made me so, so happy. Today's guest is none other than Giselle Bunchen. And the most amazing thing is that we go beyond the modeling. We go beyond her career, her profession, which she's so globally famous for, and talk about the things most meaningful to her heart mindfulness and meditation, yoga, her spiritual journey, which has been underlying all of her success and her whole life. She truly opens up about the lessons and reflections that she's experienced. And I think this is going to be a hugely transformative episode for anyone who listens to it. No matter what you do, your career, your passion, your purpose, whatever it may be, mindfulness, meditation, gratitude can be beautiful allies on your journey. Please welcome to the show, Giselle Bunchen. I am so excited to be talking to you today. I can't believe it. My new book, Eight Rules of Love, is out and I cannot wait to share it with you. I am so, so excited for you to read this book, for you to listen to this book. I read the audiobook. If you haven't got it already, make sure you go to eightrulesoflove.com. It's dedicated to anyone who's trying to find, keep, or let go of love. So if you've got friends that are dating, broken up, or struggling with love, make sure you grab this book. And I'd love to invite you to come and see me for my global tour, Love Rules. Go to jsheddytour.com to learn more information about tickets, VIP experiences, and more. I can't wait to see you this year. I am so grateful and honored to have this opportunity. Today's guest is extremely special. She's one of the most famous supermodels of all time, and she was named as the 89th most powerful woman in the world by Forbes. But in my viewpoint, she has so much depth, so much genuine energy to share with the world and so much incredible wisdom. And I'm so excited today to talk to her about her new book, Lessons, My Path to a Meaningful Life. Today's guest is none other than Giselle Bunchen. Giselle, I am genuinely so grateful and touched that I get to have this opportunity to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And when I was reading through the book, and we were speaking about it earlier as well, it's brilliant. It's such a beautifully told story of mixing in your life and the lessons from your life. And as someone who's admired you for a long time and has seen your work and follows you on Instagram, I've seen you speak about spirituality, speak about meditation, speak about intention. Mm -hmm. But I love how in this book you talk about, and you say it like this, the life I've lived in public has very little connection to who I really am or what matters most to me. Yeah. Why was now the right time to share the full story? You know, I started modeling when I was 14 years old and it was an opportunity to just kind of appear in my life. And I was like, hey, let me take this opportunity. I think for many years, because of the job I did, it was very much an, an image where people could project a lot of different things to it because you see an image and, and, there was never something I was really saying. It was just a, an image where people could say, she's maybe glamorous or she's maybe that. It was whatever they decided, right? Because they look at it and then they kind of made in their own mind whatever 
uh, they taught Giselle might be. But in the end of the day, I've always been a person. I've always been very interested in spirituality. I started studying uh, numerology and astrology when I was about 14. I read the Bhagavad Gita, Lao Tzu, the Tao, and um, those were the kind of books I, I was interested in. And because I didn't finish high school, because I was traveling around the world, and I, I like to say that um, the world was my, my school, um, I got to read all the books that I like to read. I was wondering, who am I? Why am I here? What's the purpose of all this? I was like, okay, we can't just be the only thing floating in on this in space. One thing led to the other, and then this desire to to keep learning and just diving deeper has been something that uh, has always been a huge part of my life. There was the Giselle D'Amato, and there was just me. It was really like a job. You know, a doctor goes to to work, and he shows up, and he does surgery, whatever. He goes home. He's the dad, or he's, he's himself. Modeling is not something that I was. It's something I did. Mm. It was a job I did. And then besides that, my my desire to for, for knowing myself is always the biggest. It was always there. It was just that I wasn't sharing with people. I just thought, you know, it was time. I know I'm talking so much. Do it. It's great. But <laughs> like, That's what podcasts are I'm like, we for. can just sit here and talk about everything. <laughs> Why was it time now? Like, why did you choose now? Why now? You know, yeah. why now? So, um, because I felt that I, I meditate every day and it was something that was coming my awareness all the time because for the past three years or so, um, I would have different people, friends or people that didn't even know me very well, sharing stories about people that they knew in their life who were going through very difficult times. And I kind of felt like, I'm very sensitive. I just wanted to help. So when I started writing letters to people I've never met, I just would share something like a challenging moment in my life and how I overcame that. My intention was I want them to know that they're not alone. And when you're in the middle of the storm and everything is dark, like you don't see the light in the end of the tunnel. And sometimes you can identify with whatever depression or anxiety or whatever. And you think that that's who you are. And then you create more of that. But you don't even realize it because you're just that's what you're putting your energy. I actually have a chapter in my book talking about where your energy goes is what yeah, grows. What grows yes. And it's kind of like that. I wanted to help. I started writing letters and the feedback was very positive that those were things that were helping. Um, in my meditations every, every day, it was coming to my awareness. Like the stories that I was hearing just kept coming back over and over, replaying in my head. And I was like, I just want to be peaceful here. It's like, it's like it doesn't get out of my head. I was like, what is this? I think it was really a sign of pushing me to, to, to say, okay. So finally I was like, okay, I think I'm just going to do an open letter and just talk, being, be vulnerable and be truthful and just talk about what I value in my life, you know, are the spiritual principles, what are the lessons that really have been the most helpful and how, how I overcame some of these challenges in hopes that it might be helpful to others that might be facing similar experiences. And that was the intention. And, and, and here's here the book. Are. Yeah. yeah, here we are. It's definitely, when I was reading it, it's definitely vulnerable. It's definitely truthful. It has has all of those ingredients. And I feel that you articulate the lessons so simply and, and elegantly, which means that when someone's reading it, it's not too complicated. It's not so far away that they're thinking, how can I apply this in my life? Like, how is this practically? It just comes across very effortlessly. So it was, mm, it was beautiful you. to see that captured. And one of the big questions I have for you is, we've seen your external achievements in business, philanthropy, environmental protection, in, in fashion, of course, in modeling. What has been the biggest achievement for you personally that we haven't seen, that, that is almost there behind the scenes? I think my family would be the biggest achievement. I think I said that in the book, the quality of your mm. life depends on the quality of your relationships. And I think mm. the biggest achievements have been my relationships. And I think my family is the biggest because 
they've been the biggest teachers in so many ways because they're the closest to me and my dear friends who who are my extended family. And I think I've learned the most from, from, from all of them. And I also think that they make my life incredible because they give me support and love and the desire to to be the best for you know especially my children I want to be the best <laughs> possible version of myself because I know that whoever however I am being they taking that lead they kind of show me all right I think I need to work on my patience you know I think. <laughs> so they bring a mirror you can really see and so I, I feel like that would be the biggest I mean all of it like relationships in general but really I think my children being the number one um, and then all my family and my extended family that makes life so special. Yeah. I love you know? how you bring that about in your book with that conversation you had with your father. Oh, like, yeah. I thought that was just such a, you must have had so many incredible conversations with your father, it seems. It was so amazing because I left home so young and anytime I would come back home, I, I, I live in a small village in the south of Brazil. So he would pick me up at the airport. It was a seven hour drive. And we would just sit for seven hours and talk. He's so amazing. We had the best conversations. Oh, he's a sociologist now, and he's he helps me with a lot of environmental work. And actually, um, Agua Limpa is a project that I started with him 10 years ago. We, we helped clean the river in my town. Um, and now 100% of the funds of this book are going to um, the extension of that, which is wow. to regenerate the... Um, the areas to protect the water resources in the largest river in the south of Brazil, which feed water for two and a half million people. So my father works with me on that. And he's always been that person who inspired me to dream big, be of service. So I'm, I'm very grateful that, that I have him as my dad. That's so beautiful very, to know. I did not know that. So yeah, that's amazing. So, so if you're listening or watching, you know that. <laughs> You'll be helping uh, us clean the water in Brazil, of the Jacuí River. Yeah, that's so, so beautiful. <laughs> that's amazing. I love how... You're able, though, to talk about all these things so wonderfully. But then, you know, in the chapter, you talk about it all starts with discipline. Oh, yeah. And I remember that very clearly because when I lived as a monk, discipline was like the bedrock and the foundation of our lives. And discipline. So is you see, right? Is yeah, it- I, I totally agree with you. It's, it's the foundation. It's where everything starts. Yeah. And like you said, you say, well, like we struggle with it. And it's one of the hardest things to fall in love with. Yes. Teach us how you've helped yourself and others fall in love with discipline? You know, I think for me, I, I was pretty disciplined. Uh, I was yeah. born disciplined in a way. Because Lucky you. <laughs> I, I, I know. I'm very grateful for that. We all have our beautiful gifts that are unique to each of us. We are all part of the same spark of light. Mm. And, and to make that whole full, big, bright light, we all have to be separated. So we each carry a magical part of that light, but it's different. And I think discipline was a, a natural thing for me. And maybe because I was a middle child, a twin, and, you know, between five sisters, I've always felt like there was a lot of discipline in my house is the way I grew up. <laughs> really the house of seven women. So I think maybe it came from being that way. You know, I was always doing chores. We each had our responsibilities. And I think that's discipline. It's like you have your, you have, you're responsible for this. So you cannot go play until you're finished. I do, I do think that for some people it's like, oh my God, discipline is going to kill my freedom. I actually feel like it gives you the space because once you, you can have that discipline it makes everything easier because you're just committed. It's like a commitment to just following through and keeping at it no matter what happens. I think it's important to give children like, you know, you get something, yeah. but you have to work for it. Absolutely. I think it's, 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 it's yeah. important. A sense to, of progress, a sense of A sense of progress, a sense yeah. of responsibility, yes. and a sense of when you don't do your responsibility, there is consequences in taking responsibility for not doing your part. Mm. I think 
all of that's important. Yeah. And one of your biggest disciplines, as you mentioned earlier, is you meditate every day. I do. How have you created that? What is your practice and how have you created that practice to facilitate you to be able to live such a full of travel, busy, hectic schedule? I think it changed throughout. The only constant in life is change. Mm. Meditation came into my life at a time where I was having um, very severe anxiety attacks. It was in my early 20s. Mm. Uh, and I started practicing first pranayam breathing mm. techniques, yes. alternate nostril breathing to balance the left and the right side of the brain. And, and I used to do that just to kind of center myself, you know, which is very powerful breath work to, that actually really works. And... And then I went on to practice asanas and, and then it became like something I did. And then when I was really trying to heal, I, I would go days in, in silence and just be meditating all the time. And that was really what helped me get out of that situation in my life. And, and I had another world that was not just this external world, but I discovered then that there was a world within myself that I could always tap into it. And all I needed to do is to sit quiet and, and breathe. And that gave me such a sense of, in a way, arriving home. It's almost like, it just kind of brings me back to my center and it allows me to, to just see things more clearly, I would say. Mm -hmm. And so today is very different. I usually do it in the morning at 5.30 when I wake up, 10 minutes, five minutes, 15 minutes, however long I can take before my kids wake up. So it has varied throughout the years. And I noticed that when I'm the most hectic and when I'm not breathing, I'm like, okay, I need, I need five minutes. It's like, there is not a system. It's just, mm -hmm. I know the place is there for me and I can take a moment to just go inward at any moment in the day. And I feel like I come back to my center and that is there for me all the time. So usually in the morning, but it could be three times a day, five times a day. It could be two times a day. It just depends yeah. on how much I feel like I need it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And I loved how you said that you can sometimes do it in the back of a car. Oh yeah, before exactly. Before a meeting, like it's not, it's not In the plane, no it. way. Yeah. I think, you know, in the beginning, I was really trying to heal myself from something that was very challenging. And I felt like I, I needed the intensity of really being in silence and meditating all day and journaling and all that, because that's what I felt I needed to, to heal. Um, but now it's been many years that I meditate and I can get to that space pretty quickly. As mm. you know, you know, in the beginning, I will say it's funny because you're like, my mind is not going <laughs> to stop and it's just going to shut up. You know, people tell me I can't think anything, but I can't stop thinking. And, and the more you, you, you want your mind to stop, it doesn't stop. So it's, yeah. it's, it's about <laughs> surrender. And, and I think once you realize that you know, reach that point where you yeah. literally go in and right away feel like I reached that place where it's like, mm. <sighs> like, a, yeah. And sometimes I'm, I'm looking for an answer for something that I need clarity on. And then I go into meditation trying to get clarity. And then I get the answer, sometimes in form of uh, just a knowing that I come out from it. And I'm like, okay, I know now what to do. So I think I, it's, it's, it's different each time, I have to say. Mm. Yeah, I love how you use it so intentionally. Yeah, I do. because it, yeah. yeah, because it's really tool. a fantastic tool that all yeah. of us have access to if we just choose to have the dedication to sit with ourselves and 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 really surrender, yeah. and to and surrender to do that you know yeah and the, and the more we do the better we become at it like anything else in life absolutely if you're so. listening and you're struggling <laughs> fight through it surrender it's okay exactly. you all have to do the same thing we and all have to do the same we thing. all have to do the yeah, same thing and it's surrender. okay and it's just it's part of the process right it's like when you're a baby you're gonna be crawling then you're gonna be walking and falling a few times and then you're going to run. There's a process to things. And, I, and it's just like everything in life. And we want to try to speed up that process. Is That's when the frustration comes. But I think when we can just allow it to happen, then 
suddenly it happens and you're like, okay, I got <laughs> it. And then the gift is amazing. I mean, the, the reward of doing the work, it's, 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 is worth it. <laughs> I'm always really hungry when I get back from the gym in the morning, but I rarely have time to make something for myself before I leave to start my day, whether I'm in meetings or I'm filming videos or whatever it may be. Think about the last time you ate a breakfast that you felt good about, not just a bowl of sugary cereal before running out the door. I'm talking about a breakfast that's nourishing your body. My breakfasts have been completely transformed ever since I started getting Daily Harvest. My wife is an amazing chef, but when she's not around, it's hard for me to find fast and nutritious breakfast to make. But Daily Harvest makes it so easy. Each single serving cup takes one step to prepare. Just add water or milk to a smoothie or heat up a harvest bowl. One of my favorite Daily Harvest cups is the banana and green smoothie. I usually drink in the morning after my workout. I love that the ingredients are carefully sourced for maximum nourishment and flavor. You can actually see all of the ingredients when you open up the cup. Go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code ONPURPOSE to get three cups free in your first box. That's promo code ONPURPOSE for three free Daily Harvest cups at daily-harvest.com. That's daily-harvest.com. Check them out. Speak about self-awareness so much in the book. And, and obviously you have a chapter called Know Thyself. Mm -hmm. And you continuously talk about consciously understanding yourself, uh, a study of self. Yeah. How are you hoping that when people read the book, how are you hoping them to become more self-aware? What's your kind of hope for people? You know, I, 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 they've at least become curious to jump out of the well. You know, that's an old, the, yes. you know, ancient yeah. um, story. story. I love that. The story of the frog in the well. He's sitting in the well and he's like, I know everything there is to know about the sky. And I know every planet there is. And, you know, he's sitting there. But from his perspective, that's all he's known. He's known. So it is true based on what he knows, based on what he's able to see. And when he jumps out of the well, he takes a leap of faith and he realizes wow, I was literally seeing a fraction of what is out here. And I think that so frequently happens to, to us. Sometimes we have our life, our conditioning, you know, that happens through our society, through just the way we live our lives. And I think that that we get conditioned by that and we, we stay in that box. If we don't get out of that, then we believe that the truth is only that, right? And we, and we are convinced that's what is because that's the only thing we know. And that is true in a way because that's it is all that is being seen at that moment. It's like the horse in Central Park with the visors. The moment you take the visors, like, whoa, there's all this. That's my biggest mm. hope is that That's people beautiful. can can look and say, you know what? There is so much more to see and to discover. And I think the most important discovery is really about ourselves because the more we can know about who we are, the more we can understand others and the world around us, the more magical life is. You know, you can see it from a broader perspective and then there's more joy and, and, and excitement, I think. I feel the more I learn, the less I know because I'm like, whoa, there's so much more. There's just infinite. And I feel like we have a limited amount of time here. And I, and I feel like I want to live my life to the fullest and live intensely every experience, every encounter. This is why being present is the most important thing because, you know, being here with you and having this exchange and, you know, I'm learning, you're learning. And, and, and with every encounter, every moment, with every relationship, we have the opportunity to be the teacher and be the student and, and to keep expanding. That's what life is about. You yes. know what I mean? 
So I would say travel, get out of that box and just be free to be who you are and just ask questions, sit with yourself. Yeah. There's a whole universe inside of you. There's just so many things that we can't even see with our eyes, but we can feel when we start going down that path. And, yeah. and I hope for everyone to, to, to know that there's so much more than what they think they are, that we are all very unique and special. I hope that everyone can find whatever it is that makes their hearts sing and makes them realize how magical and beautiful they are. Yeah, I think you're really probably, <laughs> I, that was beautiful. Yeah, I know I, I talk yeah. a lot. No, 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 but, but yeah. I mean, that's the point of podcasts, right? Yeah. Like it's the, what we spoke about earlier and that was the biggest reason I started this is I totally agree. You have such a full story and the world's only understood 1% of it. Yeah. from what we get to see outside. And so for you to be able to share your experiences and and you're spot on, I really feel that you're probing people to ask important questions. You're, you're asking people to reflect, but it's such a coached way in such a guided way that it's not intimidating. It's not scary. It's actually like you, when you express it, it's like full of magic. It's full of curiosity, <laughs> yeah. which, which is, which is exciting to explore rather than Sometimes self-study can feel scary or you can feel fear. I really feel like I'm a kid at heart. I think we all have, I think we all have to remember that to look at life with that curiosity of a child, you know, instead of like judging ourselves, I think it's based on the condition that we come from. So we think, you know, this is wrong. This is right. I can't say this. I can't say that. Mm. I only have to act this way. Otherwise I won't be accepted. And it's kind of a prison in a way. We have to liberate ourselves. I think whenever we can embrace who we are with all of it, you know what I mean? With our shadow, with our yes. light, because we all have both. Mm -hmm. And when we can embrace that and have acceptance for and forgive ourselves for the times that we we could have done something different. Have forgiveness because when we love ourselves, when we forgive ourselves, then only then we can forgive and love others, really. Because you can give to others what you don't have and you can't have it until you discover within you. If a kid makes a mistake, you're not going to be like, oh my God, you make this mistake. And beat the kid, you're going to be like, you know, we are learning. So I think maybe we can start looking at ourselves a little bit more like if you were ch children mm -hmm. and, and be more forgiven and say, you know what? You make this mistake. It's okay next time. You learn everything yeah. as everything is a positive as long as we learn from Absolutely. it. So keep yeah. learning. That's why we're here. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. We are all learning. And, and I think we have to be kinder to ourselves and, and, and just remember that we are always learning and just keep keep at it until we get better at it. Amazing. I've, I've loved this conversation, Giselle. In the last five minutes, I do something called the final five. I'll okay. ask you five questions. These are rapid fire questions. Okay. So Let's see if I can do rapid. Ans answers <laughs> usually go from one to one five word. words. Here we go. So the first question is, what is your favorite place to meditate? If you can, where would you choose? In nature. Beautiful. Yes. There's a chapter on nature in the book. Nature is, yeah. my, is my cathedral. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. So second question, who is your favorite person to do yoga with? My son. Awesome. Uh, third question, what have you learned about yourself this year? What has been the biggest lesson you've learned? You're such a lifelong learner. The biggest lesson I've learned this year was it's okay for me to truly express who I am. Beautiful. Love that. These are great rapid yeah. fire. Yeah. Okay. Fourth question. Uh, the thing that you do just before you go to bed. I just say thank you for my day and yeah. I'm grateful for just every experience. And it's just like a moment of gratitude. So I, it's a little prayer. Love That's that. the, the last thing I do before I go to bed. Beautiful. And my fifth and final question is, what is your advice to me and all of the other people in the world who really, what you said, you're going through a rebirth this year. Yeah. You're using it as a way to share your gifts. What's your advice to everyone who wants to have an impact in the world through sharing their gifts? To just 
discover what makes your heart sing. Just sit with yourself. Like, don't be afraid of going there and don't worry about what anybody else might think. Just do what you love because if you do what you love, life is going to be great. And, you know, it's about the journey and you got to enjoy the journey by doing what you love is it just makes it so much more enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Great right? advice. Great advice. So. For anyone who's watching and listening, I highly recommend that you go and get lessons, My Path to a Meaningful Life by Giselle Bunch. And if you've enjoyed any of this conversation, it literally is just the tip of the iceberg of the whole book. Uh, I loved reading it. I loved learning more about you. I love the fact that you're using your platform to share such a powerful message, such a meaningful message. Out of all the things you could be doing, I'm so grateful that you're doing this. Oh, and, thank you so I'm much. Really and I'm grateful that you're doing what you're doing. And I'm happy I got to be a part of this and really excited for you all to read the book. Make sure you get it. I really highly recommend it to every single person listening and watching. Thank you so much, Giselle. Thank you very much. Thank you thank for coming. You. Thank you. And thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you. Thank awesome. Everyone. Awesome. Thank you. There we go. I know I do talk a lot, but... No, I love it. it. Awesome. I love it. You're the best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening through to the end of that episode. I hope you're going to share this all across social media. Let people know that you're subscribed to On Purpose. Let me know. Post it. Tell me what a difference it's making in your life. I would love to see your thoughts. I can't wait for this incredibly conscious community we're creating of purposeful people. You're now a part of the tribe, a part of the squad. Thank you for being here. I can't wait to share the next episode with you. Thank you.